Well, it's only a couple of days away now before UFC 281. And if you don't know about it, just sit here and listen. Because when it comes to mixed martial arts, when it comes to the UFC promotion, as far as New Zealand involvement is concerned, this is right up there in the top echelon. We're joined by Chris Reeve, he's a combat sport writer for the New Zealand Herald, amongst many other sport, I might add, who's managed to jam his way over to New York for the event. He spent today at a big uh, media conference with uh, all of the fighters there. And Chris, like, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. I suppose first up, give us an idea about the, the, the magnitude of this particular event, just how big it is size-wise, global-wise, the, the media attendance. This is no small fry, is it? Yeah, not at all, Darcy. Um, even in the media day today, we were sitting there and you turn around and every seat is full. Even the guys who cover the sport on a weekly basis, they are amazed at the turnout this weekend. I mean, you don't really have to say too much to hype this fight up. I mean, first of all, Madison Square Garden, one of the most iconic venues in the world of sport. And then you've got Israel Adesanya headlining against a guy who's beaten him twice. One of the biggest names in the sport against probably his biggest rival of his career. I mean, the, the whole thing sells itself. As far as the New Zealand involvement, you mentioned Israel Adesanya, who uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing if Alex Pereira can actually make him fight back because he's basically been defending for the last couple of years and successfully so. But there's also Dan Hooker on the card. Dan's at lightweight. Dan hasn't had the best of times recently. Where's he at as far as his career is concerned, Chris? Yeah, so this is a fight that Dan is really looking to answer that question. You look at his past four or five fights, his his most recent fight, he went down a division and fought one of the top contenders there. Didn't go too well for him, but he's back up where he should be against another sort of young guy who's looking to prove himself against the, the elite in the division. And it's kind of one of those gatekeeping fights where Dan is in a position where he needs to show he's still up there with the elite and he's looking to fend off a young guy who's never been at that level and is really hungry to, to I guess, show that he belongs there. So it's it's going to be a really competitive fight, this one. Both guys coming in hungry and from, from media day today, they both look really, really good, really in shape. So I think this is, this is going to be a fight that a lot of people are going to watch. I'm zipping all over the card just to irritate you more than anything, but the uh, the co-main event is a strawweight fight, uh, Esparza v. Zhang. Which way does that go and why? Honestly, that's one I'm, I'm really struggling to, to pick. They're just two completely different fighters. Um, Carla Esparza is very wrestling-based. Um, if you look at her last few fights, she basically takes it to the mat, can grind it out very easily from there, it's it's looked like. And uh, Zhang Weili has got a really well-rounded game. She showed a lot of wrestling in her most recent fight as well. She's traveled over to Thailand to train with Frank and George Hickman out at Bangtao Muay Thai, who um, have a lot to do with the city kickboxing guys. That's why I throw them in there. Um, but she's predominantly a, a striker, so it's one of those sort of who can work their game plan probably comes away with the result there. So I'm really struggling to pick that one. I know I talked right around it. Chris Reeve joins us. He's over at uh, UFC 281. Poirier versus Chandler in the lightweight. Which way and why? I'm picking fireworks. <laughs> that's another one. Like, I, I don't, yeah, no, normally I can give you a prediction on these fights, but that's another one that you just don't know what's going to happen because these are two guys who fight like a head-on collision. And basically when that happens, they've both talked about how how much they want to finish this fight. It, it kind of sounds like they're just going to go in and play rock and sock and robots until one of them can't stand up anymore. 
sounds like good entertainment. I'll get back to Israel shortly, but still we touch on Brad Riddell, uh, Quakes out there as well, and in the early prelim fights we've got uh, an up-and-comer, we'd like to think so, in, in Carlos Allberg. Yeah, absolutely. Those two should be really entertaining fights, and I really like the position of the card that they've put these guys on. Brad, not too long ago, was ranked in the top 15. He faces a guy in Hinato Moicano, who is a very exciting fighter that a lot of he's got a lot of fans and basically every fight he's in is is a entertaining war and i think that that works well for brad because that's the kind of fight that that he enjoys so anyone who enjoys firefights don't want to miss that one and that'll be the last fight on the free portion of the card carlos Alberg is up and coming he's quite quite happy to admit that he's learning on the job but this fight is another step up for him in that process. Uh, he's against Romanian Nikolai Negmerianu, um, who's easily his most well-rounded opponent, can take a hit, can keep coming forward, will wrestle you, will do a little bit of everything. And I think that's going to be a really important test for Carlos. Let's take a look at uh, Israel Adesanya. As I mentioned before, uh, he is a guy that has defended his belt, and he's defended it well, and he's been accused of of not bringing the fireworks to the octagon, which is what we expected and got from earlier on in the piece. Will this be a different story? Will Israel bite? Will he take that criticism on board? You'd expect more of the same. If you want my belt, you come get it type of thing. Yeah, I think that's exactly what this fight is going to be. I know we've said that so often in the past with these guys who are supposed to be, you know, powerful hitters who could come forward and and basically put a shot on Israel to put him out. But this fight feels different in the sense that everyone is expecting Alex Pajeda to come out and do exactly that. They they know that he's got that knockout power. They know that he's knocked out Israel before. And so I feel like there's there's just a huge expectation on Alex this time around to basically come and do what no title challenger has done to Israel and come forward and keep coming forward. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.